Welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. I'm your host, Keisha. I've got producer James, who just so happens to be my husband. Hey. Over there mixing things up and making sure shit sounds right and keeping me on task because I'm like a baby squirrel. Full-time job. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, but we're so glad to be here. And if you're a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It's time for the Gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true, too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. All righty. So everyone has been talking about the royal jubilee, Queen Elizabeth. So is it her birthday or how long she's been the queen? I don't know. I don't know either. Both have been a long-ass time. Yeah, because she's 96 years old. She's so old that she missed out on the second day of her celebration. She said, you know what? Nah, we did a lot. We did, that first night was good. Alicia Keys and them performed. Uh, uh, Rod Stewart performed. I, I'm hurting the next day. She, I mean, I thought that was hilarious because I felt that. I'm the type of person, you play in a three-day party, I'm going to miss two of the days. I'm only going to one of the celebrations. But everyone was really talking about um, the reappearance of Meghan, I don't want to be black, Markle, and Prince Harry to the UK. Um, you know, they stepped down for being, what is it, senior royals? Yeah, something yeah, like that. something like that. Yeah, so everyone really was waiting to see how was there going to be any tension between Harry and his brother? Was there going to be any tension between Harry and his dad or his grandmother or anything like that? But I will say, uh, I'm not sure what the event was, but Megan had on a really badass white suit. I hate her so much because I hate her. I hate her, but I love her style. Like the bitch can dress. I'm just like, oh, I hate that bitch, but that bitch looks bad. You know what I mean? Um, they were met with some cheers, but they were also met with some boos as well. Really? Yeah. yeah, and I guess I can understand it because, you know, he separated himself from the family. Right. And it's clearly it was under the influence of Meghan Markle. Oh, of course. Yeah. But I tell you what, the real star of all three days was Prince Louis badass. He is so bad, James. Like they had several different um camp video camera shots of him just different events just acting up. But in his defense, that shit looks pretty boring. Like some of it looks boring. All of it looks boring. Yeah, and everything is so structured and planned out. This is how you know that Prince Louis is bad. You remember when you used to put your thumb on your nose and wiggle the rest of your fingers at somebody? People don't even do that anymore, but he did it to his mom. That's <laughs> fucking bad. He even covered his mom's mouth, her whole mouth with his hand. I can't imagine how me and my mom both would have left there with broken wrists because she would have broke her wrist in my hand, which would have broke my wrist too. I mean, because all of this is on camera. Like the world is literally watching and he's sitting there just really giving her the business. I mean, he's telling her to shh. He's in her, like there's, oh, okay. I'm like, okay. So clearly they don't discipline the kids in the house. Do you feel like he was doing everything that you wish you could to her? To to Kate? Yeah. 
Oh no, I'm, oh, no Kate Swan. Oh, I don't like Megan. I'm sorry, Prince Louis is Prince uh, Louis is Prince William's and uh, oh, Princess right. Kate's youngest oh, son. Right. Yeah, okay. gotcha. I mean there was uh, some days yeah. Charlotte was having to get on to him. I was just like, okay, they don't whoop children in Buckingham Palace. <laughs> it, it is quite clear to me. But then uh, I guess it got to a point he was acting up so much they put him over there with Prince Charles, which I would I I don't understand how this happens. But why is it that Prince Charles looks older than Queen Elizabeth? <laughs> he looks 97 years old and she's 96. He has not aged well at oh, all. But no. when he was over there with his grandpa, he was pretty good. I think I think his grandpa was being a grandpa, letting him do whatever he wanted. He sat on his lap. They were clapping and laughing and waving and all of this stuff. But I'm sure that Kate had to go take a Xanax or two <laughs> after having to just deal with all the festivities. And then you got his badass on ABC News, uh, CBS News, NBC News, Rural News, giving his mom this, I don't even know what you call the nose thing. I don't know, it had a name. It, it's been so long, cause no <laughs> one does that. Like he pulled, that's an old stunt queen. He went all the way and pulled back and thought of some, and, and bucked up to her when he did it. Oh yeah. I'm like, alrighty, so. Noticeably absent from the third day of festivities was Prince Harry and Meghan Markle because they flew back to California to celebrate their daughter. Is it Lilibet? Or I think that's how you say it, Lilibet. Lilibet or yeah, Lilibet? Yeah, because or... it's a nickname. It was Queen Elizabeth's nickname when she was little. So I think it's Lilibet because it's yeah. L-I-L-I-B-E-T. Yeah, probably a little bit. All right, so they celebrated her first birthday, and we finally got a full face picture of how she looked. And it was a full face. It was a full, <laughs> it was a full hairy face. Excuse me. I, I don't know. Um, I think people look. If you don't want to hear me talk about kids, turn it off right now. Because if you know the show and you know me, we talk about kids, we talk about old folks, we talk about black people, white people, Hispanic people, Asian people, we really don't care. But if you're uber sensitive, you probably want to turn it off because that baby is not cute. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> now, she looked darling in the picture. I loved her dress and she had her bow in her hair, but. Good scene. Yeah, but uh, she Bad is subject. most definitely. <laughs> Prince Harry's child. I mean, whereas he has red hair, her hair is orange. Yeah. Which reminds me of this meme that I posted on Instagram. It was saying, you know, this is totally sidebar. Yeah, it's not that I think you're stupid, but whenever I ask you to spell orange, you ask me <laughs> the color of the fruit, it kind of threw me off guard. Well, Lilibet, Lilib Lilibet or however you say her name, it's a cute name, either way that I'm saying it wrong, it's right. cute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we, she's got, looks like she's got blue eyes. I mean, she, I saw the crisp, but I did not see the brown. She's a Windsor. She sure. most definitely is a Windsor. I think her brother is much cuter personally but that's just that's just me but we finally got to see her full face because they did release a picture when she was a little, little three or six months old i want to say but it was just from the side so we really couldn't see how she looked but boy did she bring up the day with that orange hair i mean it is like fire orange it is weasley hair it is weasley yes she is a <laughs> little bit weasley that's who she is all right, let me stop talking about this child before I have to spend five days in hell. 
so this past Thursday, Britney Spears finally tied the knot with her. She's been with that guy, Sam, for quite a bit, but she, I don't think that she was able to marry him whenever she was under the conservatory. Oh, I'm sure not. Yeah, because, uh, you know. She couldn't do anything, basically. Well, you know, Britney claimed a few months ago, and I don't know if it's true or not, it just kind of seemed weird that she was pregnant. But then it had the internet kind of like, is she or is she not? Because then she started talking about a food baby, and just it was all weird that she was posting totally nude photos of herself with like her nipples blacked out. It was just a lot of craziness, and people were like, so are you pregnant or are you not pregnant? And then I want to say last month she was out um, jet skiing, which is one of those things you tend not to do in early pregnancy, but she did it. And then the next day she said she had a miscarriage. Okay. And and that's totally possible, but we're talking about Brittany. Whatever Brittany puts out there, we never know if it's the truth. Or if it's something that she thought of when she was looking in the mirror and not cleaning properly cleaning the bottom eyeliner, <laughs> that is always there and looked like she tried to clean her face and just couldn't. She looks like a girl first time wearing eyeliner and tried to clean it off. Is it just me, or do other people like think every now and then maybe the conservatorship might yes. have been a good thing? She has done a couple <laughs> of things that made people say, well, maybe well, we shouldn't have freed Britney, free Britney so may have soon. Been yeah, I think there <laughs> should have still been a few stipulations on yeah. there. Well, you still got to follow these three rules right here, Britney. Everything else you can do. We can't have free, but we'll go with like work release. Britney. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I, I think she may have needed that. But anywho, she just got married to Sam on um, this past Thursday. And of course, there had to be some drama. So if you guys remember back in, I want to say it was 2014, Brittany married a guy. I think they were from the same town <clears throat> in Louisiana, and they got married, and the marriage lasted 55 days. How many times has she been married? This is number three. This will three. be the third time. Okay. Okay. Was that one Federline? That's who she has the boys with. Oh, great. And then the 55-day? 55-day... And now this guy's Sam. This guy. So this okay. is the third one. Uh, speaking of the boys, they were not at her wedding. Now, her wedding was held at her one of her homes, and it was very small and intimate, but I just thought it was weird that her boys didn't go. Huh. But the two boys, I think Jaden and I can't remember the other one, and their dad, Kevin, sent you know her well wishes and all of this. So I'm not sure what the reasoning is behind there. May behind been, that may just been like scheduling or she maybe saying, i'm getting married tomorrow surprise I mean, and i have a feeling it probably was closer to what you said but god damn you're rich you can fly your kids anywhere but you're also Brittany. So. I, I i i you know what her kids probably like you know what daddy we have a feeling this ain't gonna turn out right can we just say how we sick <laughs> you know what I mean? We got COVID. But here's the thing. Good thing they did stay at home because this dude, Jason Alexander, totally broke into her home. What? Yes, he broke into her home and live streamed it. But it's her fiance or a different guy? No, no, no. Jason Alexander is the guy she was married to in 2004, oh. got a divorce. He broke into her home, oh, wow. live streamed it, and had a knife on him. Okay. So police had to wow. be called. They had to arrest him for trespass, 
let me see, trespassing and something else. But what the fuck did he think was going to happen? Holy shit. Did he think he was going to break into Britney's house and she's going to, hey, y'all, I decided I'm not going to marry Sam. I'm going to go back to Jason. What did he think was going to happen? Did he think he was going to go in there and there wasn't any kind of security? It was bad security, but they had security. <laughs> and why did he have a knife? Who was he going to be kung fu fighting? What was going on? What was going on? I actually think that now that I'm saying all this, Jason and Brittany probably are meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> crazy do attract. Crazy. Yes. And there was a, let me see. Let me pull up the list. There was some seriously high pro profile celebrities there. None of them, with the exception of her brother, were family. So no dad, no mom, no sister Jamie. Well, I mean, she's, it's likely that she's probably pushed all of them away at some point. And they helped oh, by yeah. some of the well, stuff yeah, that true. they did. Uh, I don't know if her brother was the person who uh, walked her down the aisle, but he was there. But also in attendance was Donatella Versace, Paris Hilton, oh, Selena God. Gomez, and Madonna. That's why Brittany's like, well, fuck them kids. Madonna's coming to my I, that's wedding. Say, like, you yeah. That's a pretty big get. Yeah, that's a pretty, I mean, that is like some, and, and trust me, there was plenty of other celebrities, but these are the celebrities that have been posting the most pictures about it, or I guess she had a little bit of press there to take pictures because see, these, are, these photos have been released. Yeah, see, that's where you start thinking, you know, maybe somebody was hired to be there. Maybe there was some promotional deals or contracts. You know how this shit works with influencers. I mean, Brittany's been around a long time, so she knows a lot of people. So these, I think these folks really are her friends. You think Madonna legitimately? Yeah, because they've worked from... together. Well, yeah. I mean, she worked with a lot of people she ain't talked to. True. <laughs> I. You know what? A pro if I were a high-profile celebrity and Brittany invited me to her wedding, I would go there for the food because it's going to be some country food. Oh, yeah. Because the country <laughs> has never, ever, ever left Britney. But I would be like, I want to see what the fuck going to happen at this wedding. And I would have been right because someone broke into the wedding and had to be arrested and taken off the ground. So we are wishing Britney Spears lots of luck, lots of love in her new marriage. And I'm hoping that third time is a charm. Let's go for two months here. Let's see. Okay, so this is like really sad. This bothers my soul. Um, and also, this person that I'm about to talk about gave me my one and only one star rating because of this person. And I'm talking about Todd Chrisley. <laughs> All right. So I've spoken about Todd several times on the podcast. And this one time I said that he was my spirit animal. And some guy, which if, you, if you've listened to all the shows, you've heard this story before, some guy got super pissed off. And of all the horrible things that I have said, I have talked about my mama, James's mama, my kid, your kid, if you're listening. This is what upset this guy, because I called Todd my spirit animal. And he said that was disrespectful. He said, literally, that was culturally <laughs> appropriating Native American uh, culture. Yeah, and then gave me a one-star rating. A one-star review. And let me tell you, <laughs> I had 4.9 star, like, overall reviews. Like, all of mine combined was 4.9 until very recently. That's Someone funny. was able to put in a five-star one that knocked his little fucking one-star one out, okay? All right, so back to Todd. He and Julie Chrisley have been found guilty of tax evasion and bank fraud. You know, 
Do I think Todd did it? Probably. But do I want Todd and Christy, I mean Todd and Julie to go to prison? No. However, I think Todd will be just fine in prison. I really think. I think he's going to add some decor, a little bit of culture and human to whatever prison he goes to. And it's going to be one of those high-profile ones that, like, Teresa Judice went to. Oh, yeah, probably so. Yeah, he, they, they won't be in, like, gen pop-up cell. There's just D. no way they could be. And, and now that I think about it, Julie will do okay as well because she cooks. So they'll probably put her <laughs> in charge of teaching the other bitches how to cook once they get out of prison or, you know, well, she makes up the menus and stuff like that. And it's white-collar crime. So lots of, this t lots, of, lots of times it's a big, big, big uh, fee or, you know, a big penalty mm -hmm. and then some years of probation. Very rarely do they, like, serve serious jail time. I mean, unless well, I you do, like, don't. a Martha Smith kind of thing. Uh, uh, Martha uh, Stewart. Martha Stewart kind of thing. And uh, this isn't, I don't think it's that big. Well, they're looking at 30 years. Well, let's see and, what they really get. Yeah, so they won't get sentenced until, I want to say, October. But they're also, of course, they're going to appeal. Oh, of course. Yeah, but I just feel so bad. And now they're saying that, like, the newest season of the show is in hiatus. Yeah. I'm like, this is the kind of shit that we want to see. Film. If we can see, <laughs> yeah, if we can see Jen Shaw get arrested on TV. Yes, on we television. Can we can watch, we can roll with this one, okay? We 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 are the Christleys. We related to them. We are okay with whatever is seen. But let's just say Todd and Julie do go to prison. What does happen to the show? What happens to the kids? Let's go with that. Well, yeah, because I mean, Grayson is 16 years yeah. old. And then, you know, if they got custody of little Chloe, yeah. you know, someone else online, a couple of people, okay, I'm saying a couple of people, a lot of people asked the same question. <laughs> and um, a majority of the people said that they would, they figured that those kids would go to Savannah, Todd and uh, Julie's middle, who is it? Is it Chase? Was it Ch is Chase, then Savannah, then Grayson. So yes, their middle child of they're three together. We're not counting in the two that Todd has from his previous marriage. Do you really think that would be the case? I mean, Savannah, if I remember correctly, Savannah is part of why they got arrested and are now convicted. No, she that's was, Lindsay. That's Lindsay. But oh, yes. while they were on trial, that's she kind of recanted all that stuff. Really? Oh, yeah. She basically was up there taking up for her dad. Okay, because... Todd had a podcast that was oh, it was not nice. Him talking about Lindsay. Yes, they they need family therapy like Oof. big time. Yeah, Ooh, they ever. maybe like one of the seasons will be Todd Christie and family. Todd Christie Road to Recovery, something like that, because they teams. they need it. But I guess we'll have to see how this plays out. But I just, you know, when you like certain celebrities, it doesn't matter what they do. It's like family almost. It's like yeah. you, you keep rooting for them yeah. no matter what they do. It's like, God damn, you got busted with crack one more again, didn't you? <laughs> Come on in, let me fix Cousin you a plate. Cousin in trouble again, <laughs> Yeah, man. exactly. Let's go bail him out. Speaking of out, <laughs> Neil, Nick Cannon's dick has been out again. No, he, it's been in. <laughs> he just announced he is suspecting baby number nine. God they damn. need to put Nick on the pill. They need to tie his tubes. They need to do something <laughs> immediately because this is ridiculous. He's got nine kids, and the oldest two are the twins that he has with Mariah Carey. I want to say they're only 10 or 11. <sighs> That's a lot of kids. Who's the mom of this one? So I can't remember her name, but she is the one that he had twins with, I want to say, last year. Wow. So now they're pregnant again. Okay. So, you know, everyone has cracked jokes at this because it's funny, and then Nick – 
you know, kind of pokes fun of it too. Just like he has to breed, he has to breed. But now people are putting in the question, how good of a dad can you honestly be to these kids? There's so many of them. And then there's so many different baby mamas. Yeah, but look at, well, okay. The baby mama thing is a good point because if you look at like the, the, what the Doricos with like 14 kids, right. but that's mm. all one that's all, unit. That's right? one unit under the same house. Yeah. You've got kids in New York. You've got kids all over the place. Yeah, that's, yeah. I think I'm with you on that one. And then someone also mentioned, I was on Instagram last night and they were saying, how is he not, how is it possible he's not spreading some kind of venereal diseases to each other? Like, cause I'm sure these girls are not just sleeping with Nick. Oh, Nick is a payday. For right. them. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't know. But I, I'm at the point now, dude, you really do need to just slow your roll down. Get a vasectomy. I mean, something. I don't think he wants to. Isn't he like one of those kind of weirdly religious guys? Like, not No. Like, I, I thought I've heard him say something like. He's spiritual, uh, but not weirdly religious at all. Okay. And then he also has lupus. So one day he's like, I've got lupus. I don't know how much time I'm going to be, uh, you know, having a spend. Then why do you keep making kids you won't be able to take care of? Well, not only that, why keep making kids who have a chance of having lupus? Yeah, because it you? is. Yeah, it does. And none of it makes <laughs> sense. He's just, I just rather him say I'm a fucking horn dog. <laughs> I, I'm a fucking professional raw dogger. I'm, Let me just do what I do. I can afford it. I raw dog and I don't pull out. That's not at all. I don't even think he tries. So <laughs> I think, I want to say it was was late 2021 he said he's he was gonna practice celibacy but it only lasted like two months and then he he made up for that lost time he even says i just start fucking like crazy that's probably like somebody giving up like chocolate for lint and then when you get it back your fucking you stomach much. explodes because <laughs> you, get you just or a baby or you get a baby in nick's case okay when we get back we're gonna talk about the real housewives of new jersey Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. I want to remind you guys that you can listen to the podcast on iTunes, YouTube, TuneIn app, Laughable app, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. And producer James is currently trying to get us on Spotify, but we're moving slow because we are actually moving. We just bought a new home and we are in the thick of it with packing and, and it's just so much. I, w I really wish we were rich and we could just hire motherfuckers to come in here and pack all this shit up because I hates it. I hates it. I really do. And uh, we closed on the 20th of this month. Luckily, uh, the sellers need an additional 21 days. 21 days. So I'm like, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. We have more time to pack because we weren't going to make it by the closing day. We're down to nine days at the time of this recording. Yes, nine days. So, all right. And I also want to remind you guys to follow us on Instagram and also like us on our Facebook page. I meme a lot. And sometimes I let you have a glimpse into our crazy little life. It'd be boring shit, but it's like a picture of us. <laughs> Something like that. Um, very heavily filtered picture. Right. And if you enjoy listening to the show, leave us a rating on, is it a rating? Yeah, it's a rating a review. on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, on iTunes. We we love that. And give us feedback. DM us. Tell us whatever. I mean, don't come DMing us with some bullshit like, Keisha, you cuss too much. Because all that's going to lead to is you really saying how much I cuss when I cuss you out. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, the season of The Real Housewives of New Jersey has ended, but filming for the next season has already started. And I mean, I think we all knew this was going to happen, but the big story of next season is going to be Teresa's getting married to Louie. I cannot believe she is still engaged to this man. 
I mean, he looks like the purple pe people eater. He's so tan that he's purple. His face looks all weaselly. And I'm not talking about the weaselly, like a weasel. He just looks dishonest. All of these stories and these allegations have come out about him. And I'm sorry, one or two allegations, but when you go above that and it's from different people, I'm going to go with that there's some truth to it. Right. But we know Teresa and her life, she doesn't care. She thinks Louie's the greatest person in the world. Um, she said on Watch What Happens Live to Andy that she was not going to get a prenup. And literally everyone was like, oh, my God. Because you a dumb bitch. Yes. I understand you're in love, but you have, you have created a career and all your money on your own. You almost lost everything, you know, from the marriage to Joe when shit really went down. And now you're going to risk it all on this dude that nobody likes and no one trusts. And who looks I, like a weasel. It's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's scary. But hey, I'm, as long as the shit gets filmed, I'm cool with it. Because I want to see. I want to know what they said. I want to see it from start to beginning. What? I mean, from start to end. <laughs> All right. So now we know all of the wedding details because Ramona Singer from the Real Housewives of New, Jer New York exposed everything live on Insta on her Instagram story. Okay. Now how, So how how is she linked? Are they friends or was she Okay, so or? uh they know each other and then they were just on uh Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Oh. Which I'm surprised that she got an invite from that because Teresa didn't really no one really liked Ramona uh during the shooting of that. So I guess at some point they made up and made nice and she got an invite. So Ramona and her goofy ass was so excited about receiving the most beautiful wedding invitation she's ever seen. And I really think that's why she decided to show off the wedding invitation on Instagram. But she wasn't thinking, shocker, that she was exposing the wedding date, August 6th, the <laughs> wedding location, the bridal, uh, bridal party, the oh guest God. list, the password to RSVP. Are you serious? All of that. Oh, shit. All of it on Instagram Live, okay? Okay. Up until that point, we were all kind of guessing. Mm, I wonder when Teresa's gonna marry. Well, Ramona said, "Home, beer." About to tell you. Oh my frosé! And I shouldn't just tell it. She showed it as well. She showed the invitation. Yes, oh she showed God. everything. So um, Teresa said that she had to call her and say, "Ramona," <laughs> and Ramona's like, "What did you? What did you? What did you?" And she's like, "It's the most beautiful wedding invitation." She's like, "Teresa's like, yeah, but um, you know." You kind of told everybody what's going on, Ramona. Love, love, love. Yeah, here's my thing. If someone had done that to me, you're not coming to the wedding. No, not at all. But I guess Teresa has changed, probably because Louie's making her do it, figuring that that'll mean more publicity for oh, them. Oh, that'll be paparazzi. Oh, that'll exactly. So Ramona is still invited. But she did give us some pretty juicy details. Because as we all know um, from an episode of Watch What Happened Live when Teresa told Andy that Melissa, her sister-in-law, was not going to be a bridesmaid. Which I don't think any of us were shocked, but Teresa's all about family. And let's just say, for some odd reason, Melissa did not make Teresa a bridesmaid. Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> Nuclear bombs would have been set off. And so her excuse was, I just wanted to be my girls, my girls. Okay, that's a lie. Because Ramona let us know that... So, yeah. Yes, Teresa's girls will be 
by her side as she's getting married. So will Kenya Moore. Kenya Moore is a bridesmaid. What? Yeah. They must have really hit it off on the girls' trip. I guess they did. Uh, also, Luann, who she met, she, she really got close. I guess they, I got to go re-watch it because I didn't think any of these bitches got that super close. Well, hey, remember what Indy said. There's so much shit you, you don't, don't see. see. Yes, so that's that true. Was, you know. Yeah. So Luann is also a bridesmaid, and so is Jennifer Aiden, which that's not a huge surprise. And I want to say that Dina is also one. But no Dolores. No Dolores Catania. The same Dolores that no matter what Teresa does, always takes up for her. Even when Teresa is wrong, she takes up for her. But I think Teresa's been pretty fucking damn pissed off and jealous that Dolores has a good friendship with Margaret, who we also find out, thanks to Ramona, is invited to the wedding. So none of the cast from... Uh... Jennifer. Oh, just Jennifer is a bridesmaid. And Dina. Dina used to be on The Real Housewives of New Jersey. And she and Teresa really are besties, okay? Okay. Dina is also the godmother of Teresa's daughter, Adriana. But the shock was that Margaret got invited to the wedding. Yeah. So we don't... This could go good, or this could go very, 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 very bad. And I'm wondering... If Teresa is going to have her brother. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me go back. Let me go back. Also, two of her bridesmaids are Louis' sisters. Okay. Who she's calling her sisters now, but forget about Melissa. The same Melissa who had Teresa Mm -hmm. in her wedding. The same Melissa that has battled it out with Teresa. The same Melissa who was there for Teresa's family, including her girls, while Teresa was locked up. But... I guess I Same Teresa Melissa just, who is married to Teresa's brother. Brother, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. So yeah, I'm really curious to see if Joe Gorga is going to walk her down the aisle. If if Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I think that if she has someone so so here's the thing. Sometimes when it's your second wedding and you're an older bride, you don't even have anyone walk you down. True. Because sometimes you're so fucking old your dad is dead anyway. <laughs> so you have to like just do it on your own. Um, I, that could have been a tacky joke because Teresa's daddy is dead, <laughs> but I, I, I really wasn't thinking about it like that. But sometimes when it's an older bride, they, they, they don't there's have any walk them down. Yeah, there's not anybody who really fits that. Yeah, here's right. the thing. Usually when it's an older bride, they don't have a fucking big-ass wedding either. True. You go somewhere on the beach, you know, and you call it a day, but no, not Teresa Judice. And I'm sure not Louis, I think his last name is Relis or something like that. Um, Louis the Weasel. No kidding. I wonder if he's going to be purple for his wedding. Is he going to wear a purple suit to match his purple skin? He looks like he's been dead for three days. He really does. It's just awful. And then he's got the leathery skin for all the tanning. It's just a lot. It's a lot. Um, So, yes, you know that I will, as soon as the season premiere comes, I will have my eyes and ears glued because I don't want to miss any detail at all so I can come back on here and talk about it with you guys. All right, when we get back, we're going to talk about another mom, Mama June. Thank you for tuning in to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. All right, so you guys know I love trash TV so much. Like, I just can't help it. It's in my soul. I, I just love it. That leads us into the new season of Mama June, Road to Redemption. I don't know what kind of redemption she's looking for. Or maybe she's not traveling on the right road because she is not getting to redemption. No. 
Not at all. So this new season, I think we're, what, three episodes in. We've got Mama June still with Gino and them having to figure out, you know, if Gino's going to prison and yada, 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 and all of that. Finally, after years of her family telling her to leave him, Mama June decides that she's going to leave. So, you know, you've been separated from your family. You've got a 15-year-old kid you're not taking care of. You finally get away from the abusive boyfriend. And I'm putting that in quotes because I don't know if there's any truth to that or not. What do you think would be your top priority in life? Let's see. Maybe reconciling with your family. Maybe taking reconciling. Care the, yeah. Taking care of the children you've abandoned. Yeah. Maybe trying to repair from all the damage your yeah. fucking monstrous ass has caused. Yeah. Well, she she did that for like a day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. In typical June fashion. Yeah. So she packs her stuff up. She moves in with poor pumpkin. Oh, oh gosh, pumpkin. this girl just. Uh, and she's not even the oldest. She's yeah. not even the second oldest. She's right before Ilana, okay? And she's taking care of Alana, a.k.a. Honey Boo Boo. She's helping taking care of, which I don't understand why Jessica doesn't work or do I- anything. Takes after her mom. Well, no, she, ha- she has a lot of hostility towards her mom because yeah. Jessica at one point was in school and doing very well. And June had gotten her a car and then got the car repossessed. Yeah. And then she just gave Gino, when she left Gino, she gave him the car that they were in, her car. She said, you could just keep it. That bitch be throwing around cars. She does. Yeah, because on last night's episode, she was throwing around another fucking car. (laughs) All right? So Pumpkin, who has just given birth to her second baby, little redheaded, cute baby, Bentley. See, I do talk nice about some babies. Um, She's just had this baby, and then all of a sudden, June just shows up at her door. Yep. Mama's home! Like, dude, it's not even your home. Like, what, what, what are you talking about? So she comes in. She's trying to be extra mama, making up for you know lost time by overfeeding them all. <laughs> <laughs> They're all trying to do better with their food. Yeah, and then she comes in and just, oh, I'm making pancakes. Oh, let's go do this. Let's go do that. And it's taken her several days, if not a week or two, to even make contact after Pumpkin has her new baby. Which is just crazy. And, you know, Pumpkin's been trying to call her. How do you ignore your daughter's call and you know she just had a baby? Mm. You're pretty much a piece of shit. All right. So then we we go into Alana and Mama June are both invited to go be on The Masked Singer in California. So they go out there and Alana's pissed, pissed, pissed the whole fucking time. Her and her little cute frog face. That she's just pissed the whole time because June is constantly texting, talking on the phone, don't want to go do anything not paying attention during rehearsals or anything like that. So, of course, they're immediately eliminated, all right? So first performance. Yes, first performance. So they're on their way back home, and as soon as the plane lands and they're getting ready to get their Uber or their driver is going to take them home, she was like, well, I got to go to Alabama, (laughs) take care of some business. So she sends her 15-year-old alone on an hour-and-a-half drive back to Pumpkin's house. Completely by surprise. No lead up. No lead up. Nothing. No. Hey, guess what? I'm going this way. You're going that way. Yeah. And, and, you know, and the reason is that she knew what her family would say. They're like, no, you better bring her all the way the fuck back home. Of course. I mean, Skylar, my daughter is 20 years old and I wouldn't even tell her to take an Uber. I'm just that paranoid parent. And so you put a 15 year old. A 15-year-old well-known public figure. Yes, so someone could have kidnapped her, held her hostage just for money. They weren't going to get a whole bunch of money because Mama June has spent it all. 
But just, you, you didn't even have the courtesy to call the person who you have left your child in custody with, who, who is Pumpkin, because you know Pumpkin would just ride her ass about this. Sure. So Pumpkin doesn't find out until Alana, until Alana gets home and yells what happened to the rest of the family, and they're just in shock. Yeah. Yeah. So when Pumpkin finally does uh, FaceTime Mama June, She's like, bitch, I know you're not where you say you are because I still have a tracker on your phone. She turned, yeah, she turned yeah. the location on before they went to Los Angeles. Right, she goes, you're two and a half hours away from where you're supposed to be doing probation. I know you're there with the guy. And she's like, well, I had to help out a friend. I had a to friend. help him. I'm helping people. Yeah, who happens to have a dick and no money. Those are That's how she likes <laughs> her dudes. a lot of help. Yeah, she likes her dudes broke and just as long as they have a dick, that's all she cares about. But now that I think about it, can she even really see the dick all that well? Because you know she's kind of like blind in both eyes. Uh, I don't think she can see anything, I... including her own mistakes. <laughs> bad judgment. Her, her own bad judgment. <laughs> she can't see a goddamn thing. So, you know, last night she's I, – I don't even know what this is called. She's saying that she's gone on a year-long tour 50, to help people. 50 states in 50 weeks. Right, to help people for just one day. She's going to help one person one day. Get the get the recovery. She's gonna share her story. She's gonna do the, this is her mission in life. All of a sudden, it's to help other people. Yeah. Unfortunately, that doesn't include any of her kids. Yeah, her family. <laughs> her family. Her fucking family who actually do need her. Exactly. So the tabloids <laughs> leak a story, which was pretty funny because Pumpkin goes, "Yeah, whenever we can't find June, the tabloids sure can." Yeah. And they did find her, and this is when her kids find out that she's dating this twenty-four-year-old guy. She has got them a house, paid the rent for a, a year, year. I think, a yeah, whole year, a year, gotten him a vehicle. Now, granted, she still got uh, Jessica back home who desperately needs a vehicle, who she was supposed to rent an apartment with. They were supposed to live together. Yeah, they went and looked at places and everything. And I guess she just said, fuck all that. Yeah, I know. Don't need that. But here's the best thing, though. We also find out on that same episode that this guy that she bought all this shit shit for, which totaled up to be around $50,000, he got engaged to another girl that he's only known for two weeks. That's what June said. Um, so, I'm going to try to believe her on that one. Well, I, I don't believe a goddamn thing she says about anything. Well, I believe this boy got asked another girl to marry him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm willing to bet that Mama June is probably the one who accidentally paid for the girl's engagement ring. Ooh, do you think he had to fuck her to get, like, a house and a Yes! Oh. Of course. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Oh, God. But we recently found out. I guess that's out, helping somebody. I guess so. <laughs> um, we recently found out that Mama June secretly got married in March. Yep. I don't know who the guy is. I'm totally confused because. So, so the guy, sh so on the episode, the guy that she went to help in Alabama. Jordan. That was Jordan. Okay. She married Justin Shroud. Okay. Uh, in March. Okay, see, that's why I was getting confused. Yeah. I thought that it was this guy because both the names started with the letter J. Right, no, it's a Jordan, then Justin. I guess we'll see how long this disaster oh, lasts. Oh, let's see. I mean, because Mama June's not in her right mind at all because if she were, she'd be taking care of her kids. And she's just a, I mean, she's an awful person just on a regular day. She has to be with the man. She has to. She has yeah, everybody to. Everybody on the show said that. <clears throat> Yeah, she has to have a man. But we give it up to Pumpkin, who's only, what, 23 years old? 24. 24, 24. years old for stepping up and taking care of Alana, helping Jessica out. And then she just had twins this year. 
She had twins at the end of March, uh, uh, May, May. Yeah. End of May. So she's got four kids under age four. Under four. And um, her husband, God love oh, Josh. Josh. Yeah. I love that guy beyond measure because he puts up with all of this shit and still, you know, still does his thing, still sticks there, still yeah. stands by pumpkin. Yeah. Man. And he talks about as much shit about Mama June as James does. Because oh, James can't stand we her. We both hate that bitch. All right. When we get back, I'm going to award the Bitch Please of the Week from the Libra Lounge with Keisha. The Libra Lounge with Keisha. The Libra Lounge with Keisha. Bitch Please. You be rolling down the street. Producer James and I would like to thank each of you for tuning into the show. And I just ask this one favor. Like, Producer James checks our numbers so he knows how many listeners we get per show. Can y'all please, please, please follow us on Instagram? <laughs> that would be so great. If all of you listeners actually just clicked follow on Instagram, that would just make my whole entire year because we'd probably be at 5,000. Oh, yeah. We'd or probably, more. Yeah, yeah we probably get verified at that point. Yeah, and that would be so awesome. I want that blue dot. <laughs> I want to be able to do the swipe up. You can only do the swipe up on your story when you have 10,000 followers. I have been wanting to do that for like the last 15 years. I've wanted to swipe up. Even before I was on Instagram, I wanted to be able to say swipe up because it just looks so cool. So one day I was like, oh, well, let me try to do a swipe up. And that's when the world pissed all over me, like, oh, no, no, boo-boo. You got to have 10,000 followers before you mm -hmm. can do that. All right, so here's the bitch please of the week from the Libra Lounge. All right, so um, I told you guys how I had to have my gallbladder removed. Um, if you are easily offended, uh, if you have a queasy stomach, just go ahead and turn it off right now, okay? All right. Because the bitch please of the week is going to go... To my missing gallbladder. <laughs> I didn't realize how much you did for me. <laughs> you know how they say you don't miss something till it's gone? Well, I miss you. God. I don't miss how the hell that you put me through, but I can, I, now I'm on another level, level of hell. It's called shit hell, okay? So I'm the type of person that I only have a bowel movement maybe two to three times a week. Since I've got my gallbladder removed, which was a couple of days after Mother's Day, I have shit more than I have probably shit in the last five years co collectively. That's how bad it's been. But so if you don't know, the gallbladder is pretty much like a filter. Um, it helps. It is a filter. No. It is a filter. Okay, go ahead, doctor. Okay. It, I'm telling you what the surgeon told me. Okay. It acts as a filter. It helps you to be able to process your foods and fats and things such as that it creates bile yes which you know and it holds it it holds it and it gives you more when you need it to right. Do all that. right so when you no longer have that there are certain foods that you either cannot eat or you have to be careful about eating so we're still in the phase of figuring out what i'm pretty much staying away from dairy i'm pretty much staying away from like high high in fat meats which those are like the num fried foods. Those are like the number one things. So we really don't know what the fuck is going on with my stomach. Um, it's not doing any of the things that it's supposed to do. So uh, I want to say last Sunday, producer James and I, we rode down to Kima, which is um, Watertown water near yeah, us. Water yeah. And um, you, you could go down underneath the bridge and, you know, buy your seafood. 
So, you know, while we're going, I kind of feel my stomach is a little bit upset, but I haven't eaten anything. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Maybe I've just got gas, okay? So we get to the store, uh, and I'm like, James, I'm not going to be able to go inside. My stomach's just really upset. And I'm still thinking maybe I just got to fart really bad, which I did fart. And I was like, okay, I feel a little bit better. Maybe that's all that it was. Mm -mm. It was just an appetizer. I got to the point I had to hold on to the little, what do you call those things at the top? I know. I call, the, it, yeah. I call it the oh shit handle. The oh shit handle. Oh, because it was really the oh shit handle. <laughs> I've never, I don't think I've ever been in a position where I just lost control of a bodily function. Mm -hmm. But when I say I had the baby blowout of the century inside of my own car, it was the blowout of the century. I was in a car alone and I never felt so much shame in my life. <laughs> I, I just had shit myself in my car. Now, granted, I'm thinking, okay, this has got to be like a, just maybe a squirt of diarrhea. Maybe I can move to the back seat, try to clean myself up. This is how low my head was to the ground. I'm getting into the back seat. I don't even see James, who's at the trunk of the car, putting the seafood in. And he's like, what's going on? I'm like, well, I pooped on myself. He's like, are you serious? Like, yes, take me home. Just take me home. Because, of course, when I pooped, I pissed, too. So I've got poop and piss in the front seat. So we're riding home. I'm just like, wow. I'm just in disbelief. James is trying to do everything he can to make me feel better about shitting myself. And so we get home. Best. Yeah, so we get home. Now, again, I'm thinking it's not that big of a deal. You know you shit. I you know it's shit, but I think it's just a little, like, like almost like a shark, you maybe. You thought it was an accident. No. This like a, was not, no. Uh, someone set the missile cruise, uh, is that what it's called? A, a missile, missile off, a yeah. cruise missile off. So when I get in the bathroom, I take off my pants, immediately a huge meatloaf-sized shit pop, just pops on the floor. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm seriously freaking out. And then I see, like, my underwear and pants, it's full. Yes. I had no idea how much I shit. It is up my back. It is on my shirt. It's like an infant. It is everywhere. And I'm literally screaming because I don't know what to do. I'm trying to wipe. Wiping is making it worse. Now it's all over the toilet. It's all over my arm. And I'm just like, literally, I'm in the bathroom. What do I do? What do I What? Because every move that I made, shit appeared. It was everywhere. I'm just like, how? I, I literally had tears in my eyes. Like, how? How, how did this happen? How just, there was no explanation to me because when I walked, I felt no weight of any of this, but then there it was. So me being the disgusting person I am, I take a picture cause I have to show James. Oh, this is, yeah, this is epic. You have to take a picture of something like this. Yes. I could not, I, cause no one would ever believe it. Okay. <laughs> no one. And then here's the bad part. So the big pile, the meatloaf pile comes out. It's all brown. But then in the underwear and all over the pants, it is like baby dookie yellow. And I'm just like, I don't know myself. I don't trust my body. <laughs> is what is going on? And since then, we've had a couple of more incidents. <laughs> just like, I don't know what it is. I went and saw my surgeon and I'm like, look, this is what's going on. Of course, she had to say, well, that's not normal. Because usually, yeah, usually when you eat something bad after gallbladder surgery, it comes out within 23 to 30 minutes. Well, mine doesn't do it until the next morning. 
And she's like, that's not how it's supposed to be. And I'm like, you shocker there. So now I've got to go get that thing stuck up my butt. What is it called? A colon? Colonoscopy. Yeah. I got to go get one of those. So, you know what? If you had your gallbladder removed, I mean, send me something. Tell me something. I don't know this life. I don't know this new world. I don't like it. It's dirty. It's stinky. <laughs> I threw away those clothes. I didn't even try to wash. There was no saving any of them. <laughs> the towel, everything went in. I didn't have to clean the fucking bathroom because there's shit everywhere. I had to clean the car, too. Yeah. Producer so, I had to clean it. the Land Rover. Yeah. Yep. So he was basically like, so you pissed in a Land Rover, you shit all over a Land Rover. The only thing left to do is have a baby in the vaccine, <laughs> you know. All right. We want to thank you guys for tuning into the show, and we will hear from you soon. And stay sucker free. It's the Lieber Lounge. The Lieber Lounge. Ooh.